You're listening to Mommy BS with Beth and Steph. Yeah, your kid should probably stop listening now. Mommy BS listeners, I don't know if you know about this, but there's a place called Forma Pilates in LA and it's the shit. <laughs> and today we have Chelsea DeLay on the show and I'm so excited. Yay! Hi, you guys. Hi, uh, Chelsea. Hi. <laughs> so my name is Chelsea. I am a Pilates instructor at Forma Pilates, which is based in LA. Um, I am somewhat of a specialist in pre and postnatal expert strength training and Pilates. And I have kind of taken the pre and postnatal classes at Forma under my wing as kind of like my little area. Um, of expertise. Of expertise. Mm. Yes. Did we mention she's an expert? <laughs> My God, you guys stop. Um, and so I think that, you know, like since I moved to LA, like what, less than eight months ago, this has kind of spiraled into this like one, like a very chic and cool Pilates community. Um, has turned into also, a worldwide phenomenon. <laughs> yes. Like it's Forma has spiraled in the best way. Um, but it's also, you know, like a really happy place where we've created this like home for women who are pregnant and women who just gave birth and where they can like feel safe, but challenged. And, you know, I think that's super important because it's not just for pregnant people, but the the amount of like amazingness that's come. I think there were like a lot of COVID babies that happened. And like now we're just like keeping that train going. Like it's still people are on like their second kid already with me. So it's great. It's been the best Um, experience. But it's just, you know, like it's a really challenging workout. And I feel like that's why Liana and I, the owner and like the founder just like mesh so well is like, you're not going to come in for like a gentle class with us. Like that doesn't happen. Like we know your limits, but we also know like what you're capable of. You're going to make that ass burn. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And lift it like three inches and like give you some abs (laughs) and some arms and like back. We're just going to hit the whole body and just like make you come in and like work and work hard, but like you'll feel better for it. Like don't come for a gentle workout or I'll make you do 20 more glute bridges. With the and she's not fucking around. Because <laughs> I will make a burn. Class. Don't talk in class. <laughs> or use your fucking phone. <laughs> or take or the be selfie annoying. during class. <laughs> we have lots of rules. No, but it's it's been a good place. And I feel like it's just a place where anyone who's pregnant or like had a baby, like, suddenly this has become like a hot spot to come to be like one like a chic mom that like works out but also like let me give you some tips it's a lot of women for women supporting women you know the community that's formed from forma is just like the most beautiful thing ever and everyone's friends and everyone knows each other and if you don't like you're gonna touch toes by the end of class like doing like circles or something like at some point you'll like make friends with the girl next to you and I feel like that's what's important because it's become a safe spot for a lot of women to just like come and like. It's like a little black book. Honestly. And like Liana has her little black book series. Like she'll talk about it probably like when she comes on. But it's just like she's really made a business out of like one strengthening women's bodies. But like collaborating with all of like the wildly successful and intelligent women that like come to Forma. Absolutely. You know, it's, and like it's been very Forma, cool. you're forming your body. Oh, that was cute. I don't know if that's how Liana meant it, but I like it. <laughs> form means form. So I mean, yes, exactly. So not wrong. Not wrong. I mean, I did study. We're so happy cool. you're here, Chelsea. Thank you. This Thank you for so coming. Fun. Chelsea. <laughs> do you remember when I had caustic chondritis when I was pregnant? I do. And it was weird because I feel like neither of us really knew like what was happening where I just you were telling me like how uncomfortable and like in so much pain that you were. 
It felt like and one of my ribs was broken. Every yeah. single night at like 5 p.m. I was and in bed wanting you to die. You would come in like taped up and like I just remember you like pulling up your shirt and like <laughs> almost flashing me and be like this is where it hurts and it's so frustrating like coming from like my point of view as like your instructor or as someone who's like supposed to be in the know of like everything happening with your pregnant beautiful mom-to-be body and not understand like what was happening and I remember you coming back and being like this is a condition that I have and my it's eyes a condition. bugged out but what is it though <laughs> it y'all is- see it's inflammation in the cartilage in your sternum or ribs, your right? Yes. Okay. Ribs. Yes. Okay. I tried to Google it and a superhero is the only thing that came up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, no, it's definitely not a superhero. <laughs> it's um it's the inflammation of the the like tissue or cartilage in yeah. between your sternum and ribs. But for some reason I think it well, my doctor, Dr. Berlin at Berlin Wellness, mm-hmm. told me that it's something weird that happens to pregnant people. And literally right after you have the baby, it goes away. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. But like every single night I was like dying in and bed. Like so what is, I just. And I feel like, you know, like as you go through like pregnancy for women, each pregnancy, first, second, third, however many kids you have, is going to be different every single time. Literally. Because the way that your body grows and adjusts for the baby that's growing inside of you is not going to be replicated the second, third, or fourth time. And so I think when you're like going through these, like your body has to adjust for this one, like your uterus is growing and expanding to accommodate for this baby that is growing and expanding. And so when you start to, you know, get into definitely like the second, absolutely the third trimester, like the things that are going on internally in your body to like make way for this baby and like keep your organs like okay and functioning, are nuts like it's not not normal but it's just like it's wild what your body can do to like keep you and the baby alive and functioning even if it doesn't feel great for you Mm -hmm. you know what is the most common uh thing that women come in and and tell you that that they're like having pains or where where are they located on their bodies I think it depends like if you want to talk like prenatal like during your pregnancy SI joint pain is nuts like it's you had it very bad I remember sciatic where it's you have your sciatic nerve that is like it goes through your spine and then it splits like right at your tailbone and as you become more pregnant as your uterus expands and like baby gets bigger your whole center of gravity like tilts forward a little bit you know where it's like ass out boobs out but in the wrong direction where the weight of the baby kind of like tilts your pelvis forward. Do you think it makes it worse? Absolutely. Because what happens is- I do that naturally anyways. And like an Instagram has made that a thing. Like I spend my days fixing that in people of that kind of like chest out, butt out posture. And there's a reason why I'm always like undertuck your hips Mm -hmm. because it's like you're going to hurt later in life or probably, you know, next week if you keep posing like that. And I think definitely like as you become more and more pregnant, the weight of the baby shifts your center of gravity forward. So your butt does stick out. Your belly hinges forward. And that just makes your low back load bearing because all of the load of your baby shifts to your back and your low back isn't meant to be load bearing. And so when you get this SI joint pain, what's happened is you just like stick your butt out so much to allow baby to like hang forward that 
it's not even compressing the nerve, like just like the way that your body and your pelvis tilts, just barely brushes this nerve. And like, it zings you so hard down one leg or the other, and it's chronic. Like it's wait, you feel it, it all the way down your it leg. Goes down it down to your knees, because right? like the way that your SI joint splits, it radiates down to all of these nerves that go down your legs. And like some women like can't walk. Some people kind of like limp around. Some people are like, oh, I can manage this. It can be a pain. But it's, it's debilitating for a lot of people. And like that's when, you know, like at the end of the day, I'm like, come in and I'll rub your low back down. Like massage your butt a little bit. And, you know, like that's I think that is number one. The biggest complaint that a lot of women have is that they're low back is just like radiating pain. So yeah. what's the number one exercise? Um, I'm a big when you're pregnant. fan. Uh, well, exercise or stretch? Both. Um, I mean, I think in terms of like stretch, if you want to like gear it towards like the SI joint pain in order to relieve that, like what happens is when you tilt forward, your pelvis kind of like pulls back a little bit. Like if you think of like your hips, they kind of like turn open and crank. So you want to actually create space like through your low back that seated figure four stretch that just like feels good. You know, hmm. like you can either do it standing, you know, like I'm a big fan of telling, especially like my prenatal clients, pop your leg up like on that desk right there and just hinge forward over it and just stretch out the back of your <laughs> glute. Like that Beth yeah. loves bending her leg up. <laughs> the <laughs> most flexible woman ever. Um, but I think in terms of like exercising, like, the most important exercise doesn't even really present as an exercise, but I would say diaphragmatic breathing. And wow. that's like a very loaded word. It's like belly breathing. Right. It teaches like you. what singers do, right? Exactly. Yeah. Because your diaphragm is inherently tied into your pelvic floor. And so like when you're breathing, you feel your ribs expand. But when you find that exhale and you feel your ribs kind of like draw back down, that exhale of like, and you've heard me cue it, like exhale 110%, it forces your pelvic floor to like elevate up internally. So can you do it together so, right now? Yeah. All so it's like, take your hands and like grab the sides of your ribs okay. and have your thumbs like wrap back behind you and just like take a breath. Feel how your first four fingers kind of like open. Diaphragmatic breathing is when you inhale, feel your thumbs expand behind you. So it's like into your back. Diaphragmatic breathing no is like a big stretch. No one has ever explained it to me like that before. Yeah. And so like we can all like do this like chesty breath where you're kind of like hyperventilating. <laughs> what are you actually like, doing, Chelsea? Bit, yeah. <laughs> um, but like when you find that exhale and you physically feel like your abdominals have the capacity to manipulate your rib cage downward, mm -hmm. like those last bottom ribs, they're bendy. So like use your abs to like exhale in and out. That's wild. And yeah. you should feel this kind of like, like lift through your pelvic yeah. floor. Like you should feel like your vagina is like kind of internally like ooh, up a little bit. Love and that. that is so useful. I feel useful. like I'm doing two different things. I feel <laughs> well, like I'm doing are. a Kegel and breathing. Exactly. You are. That is diaphragmatic breathing. Basically kind of like layering in a pelvic floor elevation <laughs> and like a huge exhale. You're mm -hmm. getting the bottom of your pelvic floor to activate with the upper portion of like your torso here in your abdominal cavity. It's just like a vacuum, if you think of it so that way. So when are we supposed to be doing this? Um, I try to cue it for everyone, pregnant I or not. I love that. Um, because pelvic floor dysfunction is like a thing, whether you're pregnant <laughs> or you're not. Um, but I think like the breathing is so important because 
that layers into learning how to stretch your back out when you're pregnant. And then also like diaphragmatic breathing is the number one exercise that I tell people like after you give birth, work on your breath work. Like that helps you tap back in and like you're like inhaling deeply now, I can tell. Well, I, I'm just <laughs> trying to imagine like, yeah. does this help during labor? I mean, some people say it does. See, some yeah, people you're more focused on your breath and that's yeah. what labor is like and all so, about. And so like the diaphragmatic breathing like helps you connect into like the musculature that you, it's like not intuitive breathing, but intentional breathing, if that makes mm. sense. 100%. Where like we know how to inhale, we know how to exhale, but how can you learn how to breathe in a manner or like a pattern that's useful to you? You know, like how can you use your breath to stretch your back? How can you use your breath to help push this baby out of your vagina? You know, like there are two separate forks in that road, but like it works the same for both of them. Right. So would sense. you say that that is also the most important exercise to do f preparing for labor? Or is there anything else you could do in preparation except the breathing and except pelvic floor exercises? But is there anything else to help to sort of like... <clears throat> yeah, yeah, like help. Well, so I think like it's super important to focus on like learning not how to like brace. So like that baby grunt you just let right. out. It's less of like a downward push and more of like learning how to tap into your abdominals in a way that like hugs baby in. How many times did I say that? Hugs baby Liana in. Liana hates that cue. It's like, <laughs> so that it. is, that's a phrase that I use with a lot of my prenatal women to teach you how to not like push down, but rather like contract and internally pull in. Right. And that also taps into diaphragmatic breathing. Like it's definitely a tapping like situation. Um, but I think the most important type of like exercise that you can continue to do like throughout your pregnancy and after that is so helpful is it's a type of like abdominal bracing called anti-rotation. Mm -hmm. So basically like a something wants to twist you left and right. And I want you to fight that. I want you to stay still and oof, feel that. Really that makes me think of, oof, yeah. So it's, it's tough, but it's like how many times that I, you know, like in Pilates, we have like a lot of straps and a lot of springs that are attached to a wall or a tower, like some sort of like machine that I'm like, okay, stir that pot, make a circle, hold it steady, twist to the right. left, but hold your body still. And so it's your core kind of like, it's teaching your rib cage how to like pivot around your spine, but it's your abs that are rotating you. And so like when you're pregnant, you don't want to do all this crunching. You don't want to do all this like forward flexion. I was told after I had the baby that mm -hmm. like, I should not even be crunching for like the no. first year. I mean, so I think with definitely as soon as you have a baby, like give it time with the forward folding a little bit um it took I give, me forever and it, for to like even feel yeah. like I had abdominal muscles yeah and, like, and you have to be so gentle after you come back because it's like let's be real like and I I used to like really shy away from using this but like having a baby is like your body goes through a trauma it's like traumatic. whether yeah. you have like a c-section or a vaginal birth like it's one it's something that your body's like absolutely meant to do but it's wild what your body goes through. Your body spends eight months pumping all of these wild hormones and like blood. growing, like your yeah. blood capacity, your blood volume doubles yeah. throughout your pregnancy. Yeah. So like when you feel like how you can get like really puffy at the end of like your third trimester, like swollen, like your feet won't fit in your shoes. Like think about what's happening internally 
that's causing that. Like so much that you can't see is happening. It's yeah, you so have to give crazy. yourself credit. It's nuts. Yeah. And you have, and yeah. like how many times, like if I, I mean, I feel like I've probably said it too a few times, but like, I'm like your body spent eight months preparing mm-hmm. to push this tiny human out. Like you have to give yourself at least that amount of time recover. minimum yeah. to like recover and like reacclimate to like your new body because your body definitely changes like after oh, definitely. you give birth. And like everything. I say that in a loaded way because I have never had a child. Um, But it's just like I have worked. You have seen the transformations. Absolutely. And it's just like, you know, like and it's not for better or for worse. You know, like it's just like your body, like sometimes your hips get wider, you know, like one foot might be like a half size bigger than the other. Did that happen to you guys? My, oh, I have my feet fully grew, changed. Like two sizes. <laughs> yeah, I've changed and a lot And like of it can be both. It can be one. Like one boot might be bigger. Like one might be smaller, you know, like so many things happen to your body and again it's so specific for each child that you have definitely um but i think it's just i think it's just like important to like be gentle with yourself Mm -hmm. and recognize that yes like you did this beautiful thing that like your body is meant to do but you have to give it time to like come back because your abs all of your abdominal like your entire abdominal cavity was just stretched out for eight months. Do and you organs were moved. Back. It's not, yeah, it's like your organs, organs like stuff just up pushed underneath aside. your ribs. That's probably why you're, you were having some like sternum issues with like your rib cage because in order for your whole torso to like accommodate like your growing uterus and baby, like, like a lot of where do your organs go? They shoot straight up into your <laughs> rib cage. Like I have had a few women. <laughs> it's like, but it's not like, it's not anything that your body can't handle. You know, like no. your body is meant to do that, it's which is mind blowing right. in itself. But like, I definitely have had a few clients who have noticed that like after they had either like their first or second, sometimes I definitely am thinking of one client who we've had like three kids together. And oh, that's yeah. so sweet. And she definitely had a significant rib flare that was new after her third baby where it wasn't like it wasn't a postural misalignment it was just like the base of her ribs just kind of like flared because like out and it stayed that way yeah and it's just like your rib cage how it naturally do you think this is also because of relaxin um no because relaxin applies to like your joints and like your hips and like basically like your sockets your rims, especially at the bottom, are just pliable. So I think as they like start to like expand and like kind of like accommodate the upward rise of some of your organs, like they make room and sometimes they might just like hang there a little bit and that's okay. But it it wasn't like a huge, she's not walking around with like ribs, like flaring out of her chest or anything. But instead of like her waistline, you know, like when you go get fitted for like pants, she was like, I can tell that like the base of like my bra feels like tighter. Oh my God, that's so interesting. I just noticed that the other day. Like your rib cage feels a little bit wider because it just like expanded and is like hanging there for a little bit. Huh. You know? I mean, there's a reason for why medical professionals say nine months in, nine months out. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's all of these things. But do do we know if the ribs actually go back because I still I feel think the, that well, so there's people stress waist trainers, right? Wait, so you both have this rib thing? Your ribs got bigger? Well, I think it's probably I, really normal. I, I really don't know, but normal. I feel like but, all like of my bras are just trainer? super tight right here. Yeah. Like, yeah. It feels like I'm being dagged. 
No. So I now mostly wear sports bras. No, yeah. <laughs> and different. it's like, and then you don't notice it as much, but it's also just like, it's it's not huge, but I think it's it's significant enough where like you can tell like, and probably as you were like progressing through your pregnancy, you were like, ooh, I got to get like a bigger sports bra. Or, like it's oh getting God. where you would, like want to pull it out. This here, what's this muscle here? Um, I don't think it's like really a muscle, but it's kind of like part of your pet. If you think of that. Okay. Like part of like your chest muscle and like your shoulder. Yeah. I was in biology. And like (laughs) it's those are just like when again like your body just like expands in so many different ways. Oh my God. Quit squeezing that. It can talk to you. (laughs) You Right. (laughs) Welcome to our show. I think it's just like. And I'm dead. It's just, you know, like that's especially in your chest. Like when if you're breastfeeding, you know, like that is an area of your body that also is just going to start, like your boobs get huge. I, you know, so like, I got these after having yeah. had kids, but okay. they're not leaving my body. I mean, what we'll should I to, do? We can layer in some chest work into She's that. She's like, yeah. the kids yeah. left, I but got this stayed. A little chest press. <laughs> um, but no, I just think it's just, you know, like that's a very common area. I think everyone has like some skin that they can grab onto. Right. You're completely valid and like not wanting it there. Um, but I think it's just, you know, like layering in some chest work. Yes, Chelsea. Um, layer it in for me then. I will layer it in. Mm-hmm. I'll see you in class and we can pop it in. But it's no, just, no. you know, like that's also like an area that tends to be forward folding as you become a mom. Because you're breastfeeding. You're hanging out and you're holding your tiny creature. so much. Even when you're pregnant. Like yeah. You're, the whole post so just goes heavy. You just want to fold forward. Yeah. Like what are things that pregnant women can do who are feeling that that forward foldage <laughs> of their <laughs> like shoulders? The rounded what can they do shoulder? to just like get some relief and feel better? Exactly I actually bought something for that. But you, you have to tell me. I bought something for that. Did you buy the little postural thing? Yes. Okay. What do you think? Is that is it good though? Well so I I'm like interested because so I have a neighbor who did not just have a baby. She is, I think, 93. And we walk Your our dogs early well, in the morning. I was like, and she had a baby. Little, no, I'm joking. She and I walk our dogs like in the morning before I like come to the studio around like 6.15 or 6.30. And we like became friends because she's like <laughs> kind of hunched and like tiny, but also chic. Her dog has a pearl collar necklace yes. and like love her. And we met one day because she was like, oh, I used to have a slender body like you, but all I used to do was like smoke cigarettes and eat cabbage leaves. And I was like, okay, that's not my diet plan, but like, (laughs) but it clearly was, that was great for you. (laughs) Um, But so we got started talking about how I'm a Pilates instructor and she definitely has the old lady hunch. And I was like, you should stand up against a wall, like roll your shoulders Mm, back. Like I remember anything that that. like gives you feedback to like how wildly forward you are. Mm. Just like bring awareness Mm. to like where you're at in space. I remember being pregnant. I like, I couldn't lay on the floor, you know, like you can't really lay on the back. You can't like open up. So like chest openers are definitely like your friend in the sense of anything that like opens you into a T. Like you just did it when you were like, what can I do to like get out of that? Like, Follow your natural intuition. Like your body wants to open up. Mm. So find that like stretch. But in like speaking of like that, like it's like this thing that you like hook on. Do yours yeah. have like a corset? So kind you, of, like, you put it on like a vest. Yeah. And then it goes, you have to tighten it as per you like. But then it, and it kind of cranks and you it back forces and you to yeah. like open up. And, you know, like and so this this woman was like telling me she was like, it works. But she was like, but it's a lot of work. 
It is. And it is. it's wild because you think you have this thing that's going to just like lock you into like the proper it's form. It's kind of annoying work too. I'm and not going to lie. I mean, it's uncomfortable. Yeah, and I feel like it would not be comfortable. And I'm just like, instead of having something that like is constantly like And it emphasizes you, that muscle. And I bet it like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, going to call it muscle. <laughs> <laughs> muscle. Okay, we'll tone it. But it's just like, I think that instead of finding like, a waist trainer or like, you know, some sort of like postural bra that's going to crank you open. It's like, and this is me being an annoying Pilates instructor. Yes. You have to do some of the work, you know, mm -hmm. like you have to, you know, like find a TheraBand, find a towel and just like hold it open, you know, reach up and overhead, you know, like find, you can even do it just like I sit all the time when I feel like I'm too hunched and I'll just sit here and just like open and close my arms like this. And just those few or like even the circles just kind of like open you up and draw you back out. Cause this, I mean, look at all three. I mean, you're sitting up like very straight right now. So that's not what I was going for. But like, <laughs> look at how normally we all want to kind of like curl forward right. a little bit and kind of think, how can I readjust myself to like get out of that and like sit up a little bit taller. And so it's like, I think the, the postural bras and like the waist trainers, Give good feedback, but you're not really doing any of the work. I can't get into waist train anymore. It's not there for me. The one I had, mm -hmm. I, I look at it. Generally, I looked at it yesterday. It's this big. I, I don't know how size. I. <laughs> I don't know how I even fit into it. Okay. Even on its loosest setting, it's still this big. Yeah. I'm like, that's my life. Did you like that when you did you wear I it? I like, lived after? in my you waist did? trainer. Okay. Every day, I, I put ask, it on at seven know, thirty, like, took it off at yeah, probably six thirty p.m. Okay. I slept in mine. Yeah. I found one. I had like every single kind of waist trainer. I feel like, like you if had you a good, need you advice a on a waist variety. trainer, yeah, <laughs> I know the best ones. <laughs> I, I there's found a brand that called the waist trainer. The what? The, there's a brand like the, the actual belly website is like the most popular one. I think I, okay. they sold it in the lactation store at the hospital that I was in. Oh wow! Okay. Um, but uh, there's a brand called Bump Suit that makes like uh, just really cozy, comfy dresses that just like you can throw on. Mm -hmm. It's something that you'll actually want to wear when you're pregnant. Oh, they're so okay. comfortable and they're actually really cute. Okay. There's um there's a supermodel named Nicole Trunafino. I I think that's how you say her last name, but okay. she's the one who started this line. She has great okay. style. It's fabulous. But her waist trainer is so comfortable. Oh, she makes okay. one for C-sections. She makes one with like extra support. And then mm -hmm. she makes the one is that I wear Is this the scuba the suit? No, those were Spanx. That was <laughs> oh. a corseted Spanx. But <laughs> it's a good scuba um, suit. The, the waist trainer that I got from mm -hmm. Bump Suit, though, mm -hmm. you just kind of pull it on. Okay. And it, it's like it moves with you. You can sleep in it. It's so Is comfortable. It one that you have to like no, latch in. You, you just, just pull, pull it on. See, like, I like uh, that, I think. Yeah, it's Oh, great. I like the latch. It you makes she you feel that latch as well. Yeah. But this one's just like easy. I'm very claustrophobic. So mm -hmm. it was like a problem for me trying to find yeah. the, the right one for sure that like worked, but this one works. I tell okay. every single person I know, like you have to buy this waist trainer. It's okay. so worth it. Okay. I just went with the one that Kardashians had at the time when they first started. Was that the belly bandit one? No, it's, it's called waist trainer. One, right? Oh, like a they workout one. Really yeah. Hard. So it's called wait. The, the website is, um, wasteshapers.com. Okay. And that's, when they just started to like promote their like secret, yeah, it was this brand that they would mm -hmm. use. Oh. Um, 
So I came across the, and I was like, if the Kardashians do it, I'm going to do that. And it's going to work for me. And I loved it. And it was, did, so did it okay. clip or zipped or? Clip. Okay. So it had like three stages of clipping. Oh yeah, here's Kim. Right. That's Kim. Right. Oh my God. And the instruction said that, you know, the goal is that you get to the tightest clip, but it's going to take X amount of, you know, time to get there. So yeah. like. Don't stress and blah, blah, blah. So like speaking of waist trainers and like reverting back to you want to talk about how like bendy your lower ribs are. That's what that bottom, that's that's what you're training right. with that waist trainer. You're manipulating. So like those low ribs that can either like flare out or that you can like physically feel kind of draw downward. They're like floating ribs. So most of your ribs connect at the back mm -hmm. and then connect for You can like feel at your sternum like where they connect. If you kind of poke down a few, you'll feel they free float. They're right. like, you've got like little kind of just like ribs. Oh my God, stop. And so, yeah. And so that waist trainer is drawing them downward in it. But is it, so because I have a prolapse, I obviously have yeah. to ask. So do you think the, the waist trainer does a prolapse a disservice? I think so. Right. Um, but again, like the caveat, like I'm not Dr. DeLay, no, like I'm not a medical professional, but like a prolapse definitely comes from, you know, like a lot of this downward bracing right. where we were talking about, you know, like when you crunch mm -hmm. forward, you want to like push out or like when you have the baby, that kind of like grunt that you're mm -hmm. like, oh, I want to like just get it out. Um, that sort of like downward pressure is something that can really kind of wreak havoc on your pelvic floor. Right. And so when you think about, you know, like, yes, if you have a waist trainer on, if you know and have control over that type of diaphragmatic breathing and knowing like the strength of your pelvic floor, mm -hmm. go for it. Right. But I would say a vast majority of the female population, that type of like internal lift, almost like replicating a Kegel mm -hmm. is not a natural thing for a lot of people. Like I'm sitting here right now and it's my natural tendency to want to dump down into my pelvis and like right. push same. down. I'm you know, like same, you, yeah. it feels like you want to push into like the waistband of your mm -hmm. pants. It's not But I do feel like to want to, yeah. And so that's like your happy place. And so imagine if you have a waist trainer on that's zipping you up and in but you kind of like release below the waist. You just want to, all you want to do when you're pulled in tight, you feel like you can just release and push into that waist trainer. Right. Like when you see women and men wearing waist trainers at the gym, for instance, um, like all of those like power lifters, the guy who wear the belt and are like just pushing. I have to like, wear it when I work out in the gym. Well, the so like, and I'm sure like your coach yeah. like probably cues you it's not meant for you to really push into. Oh, yeah. It's He's meant always telling me to lock pull, the core Pull away from yeah. it. Lock your core oh, Exactly. Yeah. You want to retract away from that yeah. versus push into it. Because the second you start bracing into that, your whole pelvic floor releases and you totally lose mm -hmm. control of like your lower mm -hmm. abdominal cavity. I do feel like I would take it off in the evenings. And I was like, wow, is this, yeah. is this a six-pack? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like it definitely, here's the <laughs> like, thing. Like I'm not... I won't knock the waist trainers because they give great feedback. Right. You know, like if mm -hmm. you know what type of feedback you should be getting from it. You know, like you shouldn't put a waist trainer on and be like, oh, I can just like suck it all in. And then like once it's zipped in, you know how Fake you it see till you make it, babe. Zip in. I don't know about you, but nothing <laughs> <laughs> saved my life. Well, no, I feel like, well, no. I'm with and Beth so, on this one. That's the thing. It's like you had so many like 
you probably had me like when you would wear them, I'd be like, how is this feeling? Like right. what's happening yeah. with this? Like Chelsea's I always want to know. Cautious. I'm so nosy. <laughs> <Very> careful. <laughs> And but it's like you probably also had like your trainer be like, OK, like cueing you in like that's that's the type of like outside feedback aside from being just like scooped up and in that you need to have constantly reinforced. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, like how many times have you seen like women in like period pieces where they're like lacing up their corset and then they like zip it up and like get the final one in and then they just go, Ugh. And release it. That was me and you that's the other me. night. That's like <laughs> not, okay, you guys, that's not what you should be doing. I was so feeling like, both like a banana. I have this dress like, on, and I, I had these. The Spanx now makes a corseted like waist trainer. Okay. Spanx shorts. Except situation. it has like fifty thousand different like right. So there's a hook on the inside. inside. There, there's a full corset with clasps in the back. There's about a okay. hundred little hooks in the back, and I then there's like a thing in the front that you like hook together and then there's a zipper where you just gotta like zoop. right okay but like and it then makes one, you look I'm fat sure, okay, mama I'm looked sure, 15 pounds <laughs> lighter that night i was flat i was feeling good and, and here's the thing <laughs> my like, tits were I like love that. also All touching my up, chin yeah. <laughs> <laughs> steffi was like jesus oh christ where did those come from i was like they've just been hanging out oh my god but like you know like and that's i think there's something to be said for like wearing something like that like if you want to go out but right. like don't like don't sleep in that no like, no god <laughs> could breathe and in like, it your organs are going to be so constricted like breathing was probably hard because it was awful your rib try going can't pee. expand how it naturally wants to i feel like it you know? doesn't have to that makes you're me like, no, this is what i look like that's you're like just like, get <laughs> your ass in the Wait, gym i have a really good uh, question what? okay so ha have you worked with women that have actually gotten diaspis recti is that how you and say like, it? So it's like there's always diastasis. like a, oh my God, diastasis recti. Diastasis And recti. like some people say di diastasis, diastasis, call it DR and like call do you, it a day. Do you, do you um, know like anyone personally it? that's had DR? Yes. I had this. So you I, did tell us with you. Yes. you. You were the one that discovered it. Only. Yes. I, I remember coning once, but I never got it. So that, okay, so... And again, this is where I like issue the caveat. Like I'm not a medical professional, but I right. do work and specialize in pre and postpartum like fitness and wellness and Pilates. And in my experience, I'm a huge believer that everybody gets it. And I feel like so many doctors are going to like come in hot at me. Um, I think every woman who is pregnant gets it. A light version of it. A hundred percent. And because what DR is, is so when you're pregnant, as your uterus expands, your abdominals have to stretch to accommodate that. Mm -hmm. They have to pull wide and they have to stretch. And DR is that stretching of your abdominal tissue. And you have that like midline, you know, like that center, it's mm -hmm. called like your linea alba, um, which is kind of like a, just like a little area of connective tissue where your abdominals kind of like ground in. Right. And so as baby gets bigger, you know, like your abs start to pull away separate. from that. Like they, yeah. it's, it's, it's your body was meant to do that. Your body is meant to stretch and accommodate for that baby. And as that happens, you know, like they can stretch. And what can happen is like what happened with Beth, where you had what's called like coning, where like when you're pregnant, you can look down and in certain instances, like if you're bracing or like doing some sort of core thing, like you get this up. weird little like hump. Like an egg, egg. Like a bigger than and an egg. It's like the size of an orange I or mean, something. It, I mean, it depends. Like, like again, like on the extent of it, but it presents as like this vertical 
depending if it's like full spectrum. Like, like a bump. Um, less of like a bump, but more of like a vertical, like little hill that just travels right. like down your But mine elbow. stayed long after pregnancy. Yes. And so like what happens is like as baby, and that's normal. Like that is so normal and like normalize that. Like I feel like there is such a stigma around like not wanting to get diastasis and like I'm just like your body it's gonna happen I might not see it you might not see it you might feel it before you give birth you might feel it after you give birth but no matter what like your abs are gonna stretch for that baby like right. let's be real about that mm -hmm. you're not gonna like zip everything in and be you know eight to How nine do I have you a question for you touch yourself mm -hmm. to like know that it's well there. so when you're pregnant you can see it Right. In certain exercises, like you will cone, like you'll have like a little bit of like this doming. It kind of looks like some women like have said that like they're laying in their bathtub and like if they kind of like sit up, kind of like how we were talking about that, like forward crunch Just like, a little Whoa. bit, you'll see it kind of looks like a little alien kind of like reach up above the surface and kind of like protrude so, out. And so is what that the muscle? So what is happening is your abdominal muscle has pulled apart so much that it hasn't torn. It's baby's little foot. It's more like your guts. Like it's, it's your more guts? like your internal organs and like your body, like how you have like your, just like your belly and like your abdominals are holding your organs in, you know, like they have separated. So like now like the little Loch Ness monster that is your organs, like they're starting to kind of like come to surface and like. So it's yes. like your intestines are like pushing to the front. I wouldn't say it's like specifically your <laughs> intestines, but it's like everything that is encapsulated in your abdominal cavity, protected mm -hmm. by your abs. Mm -hmm. Like your abdominals. Have you seen any severe cases of it? Do you want to know the worst case I've ever seen was in a man. In a man? Really? Yes. That Anyone got pregnant? can get diastasis, you guys. This well, is I didn't not know just that. Like I thought that was, it was a female thing. thing. Yeah. Um, the worst case was one of my clients like back in Brooklyn who... He was a in his 40s and like a full-blown alcoholic. Like he was in AA. Right. And it was, he had a pot belly. And when you think about, you know how you see men that are like super overweight that just have, and like not that I'm gendering this to like men or women, but when you, I'm just thinking of like, you know when you're at the beach and you see like those old men that have just like a bowling ball mm -hmm. in yeah. their stomach. It's mm -hmm. like alcohol bellies, And right? I mean, kind of. And it's just like, you just have all this visceral fat like that is protruding and like just accumulating like right around your abdominal area. And like your abs have to stretch to hold all of that in. Right. And so I just remember like he ended up, so what happens is when you have, DR and it gets to the point where it's not a stretch. It's no longer a stretch. It's a tear. Mm -hmm. You guys, that's a hernia. That's exactly what it is. But your your abs like, ooh, they like um, fall, So it's right? like they don't like And then you need fall. surgery to get them back together. It depends on the extent. Like there, we could have a whole podcast just on DR. Honestly, I'm not <laughs> even joking because it's like so in-depth. But, but how I do you think, know if you have it? So you'll see it. A little bit of coning, like right. you'll see like that little protrusion. And then usually like if I see that happening, like in a session, I'll be like, back off whatever you're doing. Like, don't you, Is once you see it. When they're pregnant or after pregnancy? Both. both. And so like, but it's a little less after. So like when you're pregnant and it's usually in like your third trimester, because that's when like you're really starting to like stretch. Um, I'll just be like, back off. Like you don't need to do that movement. You don't need to like exacerbate this any further. But like know that like we found like a weak spot in your core. And so like how can I layer in certain exercises, a lot of those like anti-rotation or oblique work 
that's going to get you moving left and right versus crunching forward mm. to help think, how can I flex my abs to the middle of my body? Mm. How can I teach my abs to retract? You know how we are saying retract away from like mm. your waist trainer. How can I think pull my abs into this middle line of my body? And so a vast majority of the time, like after you give birth, like how long did it take your guys's like full on like pregnancy, like uterus to like simmer down? I, I don't know. Did like when did we start feeling our abs again? Not even feeling your abs, but it's like, you know how you like go to the hospital and like you have a baby and like you're not just like washboard abs after you give birth like your uterus has to take time to shrink back down oh wow yeah you know? that took yeah. me ages and it right. like it like takes months. a while because yeah. again you know like it just spent nine months growing to accommodate yeah. and then you know like you have to like give it time to kind of like you definitely like have to bleed for a while like right. I feel like no one talks about that I'm like do. <laughs> I'm like steal all the pads at the hospital steal them all the yeah. jumbo ones take them and yeah. run everything and the and spray yeah and the, the <laughs> anything the they, I forget what it's called, but there's like a spray <laughs> and a blue and white bottle that they give you for your vagina to at the numb. hospital and it like numbs it. Make it, it. feels good. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Take a lot of that. Yeah, that like sense. steal it all, steal <laughs> yeah. it all. But it's just like, so it's like your um, body has to kind of like readjust to not being pregnant. And so like your abs need time to kind of like decompress from being stretched wide for eight to nine months. And for so me, you discovered it when I was four months postpartum. Yeah, That's I when you were like, woo. Yeah, because I mean, and you had definitely prefaced like with me that you had a prolapse. So that to me indicates immediately we have some like pelvic floor weakness. And so when there is pelvic floor weakness, there is most likely upper abdominal weakness because that usually means you're pushing too hard down through your low abs and you're not really doing anything to like your upper core. And so the second you told me that, Stop. and that's not like for lack of effort, like it's just like your natural posture, like, yeah. you know, like where you want to go. And so, you know, like after you have a baby, I'll be like, okay, come in, like take six weeks minimum. But like, honestly, yes, I think it's different. Minimum. <laughs> no. And that's the thing. I think it's so how we were saying, like every birth experience is so different, not for each woman, but for every kid, 100%. you know, like oh, I have had women who their first kid, they came back after three weeks. And I was like, okay, cool. We're just doing belly breathing for like the next three weeks until like, I feel comfortable that you have control over like your breath work, you know, like, and can you I just, just say something real quick? Core. I'm so sorry. I what? love you so much, Chelsea. I like I guys, really, I'm so protective I started at Forma <laughs> when I was nine weeks pregnant and I went three days a week and it was just like the number one thing I was most excited about yeah, every single right. week during so my pregnancy. Fun. I was like, I'm going to go get educated by oh Chelsea. God, she knows know. so much about my pregnant body. It's I'm going to complain honestly, about my back. Like, I know how much. Like if you guys walked into my apartment and like looked at the books that are in my, like on my shelves, you'd be like, this bitch has like 12 kids. I love that. I know. <laughs> you know everything about babies it's and kids like, and pregnant people. I feel like that it makes me frustrated that in like today's like, day and age that like I have become a non-medical professional like the point person what made you so want to many be that women what what made you want to well, get into women's so health before I really got into 
pre and postnatal like fitness. I'm a huge runner. You guys know this. Like I run Mega everywhere. I hate runner. driving. Driving I mean, is terrible. Jokes. Love running. Absolute love cycling. biking. I do like 10 miles for fun, right? Yeah, like yeah, casual job. Like it's great. Not me, man. <laughs> <laughs> but so like I used to specialize in training endurance runners. And that's like before I was strictly Pilates, I was like a, fit, like a strength training coach. And I had several of my people that I was training for the New York marathon, get pregnant. Like all at the same time, something was but in the people water. people can do marathons while Absolutely. pregnant, right? Yeah. Like I, I have a friend fast, whose mom was like, like eight months can, pregnant. And you did can the, stroll through it. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh shit. Like, can't. and that's pre and postnatal was so not on my radar where I was like, oh my God, can they? Like, mm. I'm not qualified enough to tell them that they can or can't run this race. Like they should see a doctor. And they were like, well, all our doctor said, you know, ask our trainer. And I was like, at what point did I become Sign the up. referral out for the trainer, you know? And so I immediately was like, okay, well, I guess I have to go get certified in this. Like, I'm not losing these clients. Like, I love these women. And so I went and got licensed with this, like, wild woman. Um, her name is Annette. She's great. She's, like, a figurehead in, like, the pre- and postnatal world, like, in New York. Whoa. And just like this wild woman, like if you think I'm passionate about like a pregnant woman, like she's on a whole other planet, like she's crazy. And but just like she taught me so much that like and you guys know that like I'm a very firm believer that like if you're growing this tiny human, like you are only growing a creature that is going to get progressively bigger and like have more attitude for the next 18 years. Mm -hmm. Like you don't need to be pushing like your body weight around. You don't need to be pushing around like two pound weights. Like how heavy is your baby? Like when you gave birth, like how, how heavy was she? Uh, seven pounds, nine ounces. Yeah. So like you need to be prepped and ready to be carrying that around in one arm by the day you give birth, mm -hmm. like holding a two pound weight and like being like, oh, I'm doing arm work. That's like not going to cut it. You're going to be mm -hmm. sore like after an hour of holding her. And then you guys like want to hold your kids all the time, right? Yeah. So I think it's just like, there's no need to be like gentle unless you're like not having a day where you feel so hot. Like it's like my running joke when all my- Gentle like with the workouts and stuff? Gentle with the workouts. Like there are some days where like, you're going to want to come in and like come in hot and like move your body. Like so many, I feel like pregnant women have been like, not coddled, but just told like, oh, be gentle. Like, right. oh my gosh, I was. We, uh, we work out I with was. some- like savage beast. Yeah. <laughs> Pregnant women. Like yeah. I, I get like shocked sometimes when and I'm at form. Like, I'm like, damn, these girls are strong. here's the thing. But it's like when you think about like the types of workouts and like the types of like intensity that I gave you, like it was nothing that you couldn't handle. But it was all us though. Yeah. I, at the time, I, we were, there were three reformers in the room mm -hmm. uh, that we did the prenatal class in. Yeah. And it was just you guys us three. Like it was me, Lindsay and Susanna, right? Yeah. And we were yeah. just always like, Competing with each other. Susanna was like always She's killing it. I was doing the thing. What is the, oh my God, with the what ring? Is the, the it ring? some inner thigh work. Also great. It teaches you how to lift your pelvic floor, you guys. Apparently always with the a purpose. strongest inner ring always workout at form. <laughs> but no, I just, I think it's really important that like, you know, I just, I have never been so angry at the point when it became my responsibility to tell this person what she could and could not do when like her OB is like a licensed medical professional. I was like, who is this doctor that's referring his client? And it was a male doctor, I will say that. And I feel very angry about that. That's like a whole other ball game. But I think that it just became like, and you guys see how protective I am of you guys. Like 
I have made it kind of like my weird passion to just be like an advocate for anyone who's pregnant because it's like so many instances I have seen of like doctors just being like, no, you shouldn't do that. You should stop. I was told Say that. Say no. Yeah. And it's just like, why are they saying that? Because every woman's pregnancy is different. Like for what a no is for you could be a yes for someone else. Absolutely. But like, I was told, it shouldn't be a blanket statement. You I know? was told, and, what and you I be advised kind of to agree do. with this, is mm-hmm. that you shouldn't start a new workout while you're pregnant. Exactly. Like if I wasn't boxing before, yeah, don't, don't start boxing. Yeah, you don't need to yeah. because like it's, it's something that like as you work out, like it becomes like, yes, like something to keep you strong and like prep you for like one, the birthing process, but to like keep you strong and healthy, like physically, but like mentally, I think it's so important to like find something that just like gives you structure. And like, if you want to like try like a different yoga class, like go for it, like try to stay in like the same Roma. sector. I feel right. like I yoga and Pilates you know? is the best to do what? when you're pregnant. Yoga and Pilates. I think so too. Yeah. It's a lot of like decompression. And it's, yeah, but it's also just like teaching you how to kind of like tap into your deeper core muscles. And that's ultimately like what you need. Balance as well. Yeah. And like balance because like when your whole center of gravity is thrown off, like you're just tilted forward, like it's your center of gravity is behind your belly button. So like as you get more pregnant, like you just want to tip forward. I forget when I noticed (laughs) that. Did you you ever (laughs) notice that stuff? Like when your center of gravity was off? Absolutely. I think I like tried to do a plank or like like a downward dog one day and I was like, oh, that's what that means. Yeah. Like this is no longer going to happen. Yeah. Like you just. I was off balance all the time. You just you were feel what? like a little out of body. Off balance all the time. Yeah. yeah. I was great. very much forward. Yeah. I had a bubble butt and a belly. <laughs> oh, yeah, That's you. the you only thing that gave me your my butt great. Was so good. My butt I mean, was not still... great. Do oh, not lie. I, it was no. huge. <laughs> I think your butt was so good. Like throughout pregnancy, I was like, she's going to walk out of here and like her ass is like literally six inches high. It was like, high, it was but good. it was wide. Me and I could I have mean, given Kim K a run for her money. I'm not fucking kidding. I mean, I think it looked great. I loved it. Huge. I loved it. But no, <laughs> okay, I think Chelsea. that like, and that's, no, you guys know me. I'm like everyone's biggest fan. But yeah. I think it's just like when you're like pregnant, like you guys know me, all I do, you drill abs, you drill glutes. Like that was, it was mind blowing to me when I transitioned from like training marathon runners into pre and postnatal, I was like, nothing's changed. It's Mm -hmm. all glutes, it's all core, and it's like oblique work and balance work. You just wanna like make sure you're like moving like your opposite arm and your opposite leg in tandem and like standing straight. Like you're good, like if you can manage that. What are the best, because we talked a lot uh, when I was Mm -hmm. pregnant about like pelvic floor exercises, strengthening the pelvic floor, getting it ready for labor, getting it ready to push. I mean, diaphragmatic breathing first and foremost. Mm -hmm. Like I cannot reiterate that enough because that is just like the foundation movement. Like once you start to feel that like upward lift, like from the base of your pelvis, like Mm -hmm. internally, that's like you finding the muscle. It's like, now how can you play with that? And like your pelvic floor is just like, this sling of connective tissue and muscles that literally just hold your organs in. You've explained it like a hammock Like a little hammock, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like how I'm kind of like holding my hands in. It can go like forward and back, like in between your legs and forward and under this way. And the second you start to learn how to kind of like lift up the base of that hammock. Yeah. Like you, everyone's like natural tendency. You like lift your eyes as you like pull up and in. And it's like, how can you build on that? Because your pelvic floor also taps in to your inner thighs, your glutes, your low back and your core muscles. Like there's so much centralized where 
your baby is growing that like you have to hit all of that, your inner thigh, your glutes. Like, you know me, I'm a big fan of like clamshell work, like laying mm. on your side because a lot of the times you mm. don't want to be on your back like mm -hmm. towards your third trimester. It's uncomfortable. And also there is like a vein that kind of like goes back up. It, it brings the blood back up into your heart in terms of like circulating your blood flow, right. which is double the volume yeah. anyway. So you're already like very juicy. It cuts off the air to the baby. Actually, um, I just... No, it actually cuts off oh. your air or like your... It the doesn't, oxygen supply, the oxygenated right? blood. Yeah. Like yeah, it's, that's what I meant. it's your circulation. Like guys, baby is so safe inside of you. Like yeah. how we keep saying like your body was meant to do this. Like that is such a happy little like key for baby to hang out in. But you on your back have to be careful because like baby's just like chilling inside. But if you lay down and like baby just like lays or shifts right on top of like your vena cava, it can like effectively kind of like compress the blood flow that circulates the blood right. back up into your heart. And you feel it the second it happens. Mm -hmm. Like you get super lightheaded. People are like, oh shit. And like you can get very faint feeling. And so that's why you don't like to be like on your back. Right. We'll prop you up on like mm -hmm. that little and wedge. And also I just thought about this, but I mm -hmm. think that like something, because uh, uh, would be important for our listeners, if they're doing at-home workouts, like say mm -hmm. if they went on the Forma app yeah. or like Forma website and was taking mm -hmm. one of the online classes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for someone that's pregnant, I know I modified a lot 100%. during yeah. during uh, my pregnancy. Yeah. But like, you know, when we'd be laying on our sides, you would tell me to like go up on my yeah, arm or like what's like certain like ways people can modify. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just like kind of like modify to like what feels good for you. Definitely. Um, because especially like if someone is pregnant, like basically it's just like one, you don't want to be on your belly. You don't want to lay face down in any way, shape or form. And like you don't really want to be on your back, but it's just like, how can you continue with the movement to just give yourself some breathing room where like you feel okay and you're not like compressing baby in any way, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like the main modifications that I move, I'm like, just step a little wider. Just like you don't need to like not do it, like create space, you know, like that's what I mean where like so many women are told no, like don't do this. Like just like adjust your stance or adjust, you know, like where you're moving from. You know, like if standing on your feet is too much, how can you do it in a seated position or a kneeling position? I feel though as if doctors have made trainers responsible because you guys know more about the muscles and how they react oh, and how they are. So yeah. they then decided look, speak to the training professional that yeah. knows about the muscle and how it moves and what happens to it yeah. rather than us telling you no. Because I was told no. I yeah. was told flat out, you cannot do Pilates wow. Will's pregnant. That's so I stopped everything. And I couldn't run because I had already had the prolapse. Yeah. So I literally did nothing. Mm -hmm. And oh, well, I mean, I went on walks up until I yeah. couldn't walk anymore. But like, mm -hmm. it was... It was horrifying. So I have a really important question. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> Are you ready to get a bit I naughty? My, what's happening? What's the most mind-blowing exercise in Pilates to do to have the sex of a lifetime? Um, you guys, I mean, like, someone has to ask it. Yeah, yeah. obviously going to be me. I think, so remember when I'm like laughing at this, Beth, when I would make you sit on the Pilates chair and like sit. Oh, oh I like that one. Where right? I always dance I know, the right? music. <laughs> and so it's this exercise where it's like, and you can do it. Um, 
like the foundation is just like squeezing your inner thighs together, you know, right. like Jane Fonda shit where you're like squeezing in. With I'm never going to look at that yeah. chair the same. <laughs> but no, every time so I'm like, like what? Oh. <laughs> yeah. And so like what that is teaching you is like one, you're firing up like your inner thighs, but you're also teaching your pelvic floor how to like lift and like retract. Right. And so like to that. To suck in the penis. Exactly. And so like, You can I, say I, it bluntly, babe. Like a I Hoover vacuum. <laughs> it's but a it's free like, space, baby. It's like when you're like having sex and like you can definitely be like, oh, I am kegeling around this man's dick right now. You know, like <laughs> they will definitely like you can feel that happen right. internally. And have so confidence it's like, knowing that it's happening. Like, oh my God, can you feel it? Can you feel it? Don't think about me like in the moment, but like definitely think of like when you're like squeezing in and out of that, also when you like push that chair down, like you are forcing that lift and that like upward retraction of your pelvic mm -hmm. floor. And like the better you get at doing that without a prop, the better your sex will be. So Promise. sitting on your victim. No, I'm joking. I mean, um. honestly, either or. Like you could play with it. Not Wait, even Wait, so you can actually do it whilst you're lying under? You can retract your pelvic floor. No, I mean, I know position. I can, but... Yeah, Dude. but like right now, can you pull your pelvic floor up Absolutely. and in? Absolutely, I'm, do I'm, I'm yeah. doing it. So like but, you can well, do I'm it. I'm doing it. You know, the but angle I'm that I'm getting right now. Do they feel it more when we sit on them? I'm going to ask George. I'm going to be like, can you feel I'm this? like trying to think of like, so it's like I used to like hook up with this man who was like equally athletic. And we would like talk about this a lot because he was like, it's that Pilates shit. Like, He's like he, do that thing again. Yeah, no, I'm not even joking. <laughs> He's and, like, I'm coming. And honestly, it's it would be like more. <laughs> it's the Pilates. Definitely like on top. I feel like you feel yeah. more, 100%. Because you have more control over that like elevation than like if you're just like on your back or like. Wait, I, I have pee. a question. Because I have a sneaking suspicion that I have a very strong pelvic floor. Okay. And I, um, I love this. know somebody who also I think has a – okay, me, I. <laughs> I um, I have allergies, so I sneeze a lot sometimes. And um, okay. I used – I went through this phase where I sneeze all the time. Mm -hmm. and it's called hay fever. It's called <laughs> – and so um, I would sneeze, like, when I was having sex with someone. And uh -huh. that person was – yeah, like, I would just, like, be like, ha-choo. Did he like it? He was like, oh, my <laughs> God. Probably like a huge, you were probably like really flexing. Like if your pelvic floor, so that's a thing. Like if your pelvic floor is like strong, that doesn't necessarily me. mean look a good me. thing. It could be you have a very tight pelvic floor. No, I like strong. Like, I like the word yeah. strong. And so like yeah. here's Hi. the thing. Like, like, if you already strong. have like a heightened tensile strength, like through your pelvic floor, you sneezing, your pelvic floor goes whoosh, even yeah. try that. Yeah. Yeah. I thought so, like, when the opposite, I thought he would be like, sneezing when you're like having like, sex. Shoots out. <laughs> right? Me too. That makes that no make sense. sense. It's like, oh, I think we do? have but different like, pelvic floors. Yeah. <laughs> and so like, but that's, I think when you're talking about like that type of like strong pelvic floor, like how we have like, or, you know, like it's been very much normalized to my frustration that like, oh, you have a baby, like you're going to pee a little bit. Like when you laugh or when you sneeze. See, I've like, never after, done that. I'm like, don't fucking normalize that. Like that makes me so angry. It's not normal and it's fixable. Like, like it's, And they don't do Pilates with me yeah, all the time. And, so, yeah, like, and I'm like, and you clearly don't come to my classes. <laughs> like come in Shame and we'll on you. <laughs> and like I've had a lot of women that have come through and they've been like, oh, like I just had my second baby. Like 
I just like I pee a lot like if I cough or like laugh or jump so like I can't do jump board which is like a you just have to get stronger you have to find that lift through yeah. like and that's where I'm like diaphragmatic breathing like that's how yeah. you can fix it like it's so get simple it. mm -hmm. but like that's what I mean where I feel like these type of just like nuggets of knowledge have not <laughs> been like made accessible to people so I'm like okay both of you I love this everyone do it <laughs> inhale in and then exhale, and then think of exhale and pushing down. Exhale, pull. Oh, up. see, I, mm -hmm. wait, wait, wait. you want to push out, right? So do I have to hold my breath? <laughs> as <you> <laughs> <do>? <laughs> How did that feel for you? Was it good? She just had an orgasm. <laughs> I was just about to say the same thing. <laughs> wait, hang on. So do I hold the breath at the top? You can, and then release, and then slowly release it. Like this woman, Annette, my like pre and postnatal like instructor mm -hmm. person guru yes love her Annette Lang is her name um you would cue me to like inhale in and slowly pull up like an elevator it's like the visual is there but I don't like love that feeling so think inhale in and feel your back thumbs like open back and then exhale and as you exhale out think but pull your vagina up away from the should chair my glutes that you're be activating? sitting on. Yes, they yes. should. Because they are connected, but you don't want like a hard screw. Bloody hell, I think I need to piss. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And it's like, it's tough. Like it's pelvic floor, like stuff is not just like, oh, I'm just like squeezing my vagina. It's like you have to physically, the walls of your vagina like go up. You have mm -hmm. to learn how to like flex that. <laughs> exactly. Up this and makes in. me think joking. about something. So would it be better? To buy a dildo so that we don't have they to have put They have pelvic up. floor trainers that look like dildos. Oh my gosh. Right. No, there's I one called one. V-Fit. Yeah. There's one meant, called… You guys, those are great. I'm not joking. You, you, have you, you ever tried it? Yes. The balls that you put in, the Yoni balls. I've heard okay things about Yoni balls, but that's a static heavy thing. Yeah. That like you can hold in, but that's where you get into like the dicey water of like having too tight of a pelvic floor because you're just clenched. You're holding that in. You're not actively yeah, releasing and contracting. That would be like it's doing a bicep curl muscle. and like holding a 20-pound weight like this for like five hours. So like I that have nothing. Um, yeah. You want to be like flexing contracting. and releasing. Exactly. Yeah. I have this um, pelvic floor trainer called… Um, is this LB. the one that's LB. not legal yeah. here that we've talked about? No, no, no. It's, uh, no, LB. it's, 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 yeah, yeah, it's amazing, okay. but it looks like a sperm. Yeah, and you stick it up. Does it have like an app that gives you yes, feedback? Yes, it's like you a little, have a little tail that comes yeah. out. Oh, and cute. then it hooks it up looks like it. It yeah, literally yeah. looks like a sperm. It's like a little egg and mm -hmm. then the little thing yeah. that hangs out, right? Those are great. I was just trying to make it a bit more interesting if it wasn't… Does it have to be that? Can it just be a dildo? I mean… Not a no, but like I think it's good to have something that's going to give you feedback where you right. can kind of like track. You guys love data. Like it's like you like seeing your progress and you're like, oh, yeah. I like flex a little Have you ever seen this? Today. What? It, the trainer. The, this, the LVH Let one. Let me see if it's the one that I have. I have one that's similar to that. Right. So the smaller something is the better it is because then you clinch harder. Like the size. I mean, let's be real. You don't need like a foot long dildo to like strengthen like your pelvic floor, right? No, let her get I mean, one. You I mean, I don't even own a dildo. Could, so. You could hang with that if you wanted to. But like it's less of something that like you're not looking to like see like how big you can take it, but more of like how can you control 
and like left <laughs> up and around. You guys, I'm just being I honest, feel like you can take like, it off. <laughs> okay, well, that's like a conversation for not this podcast. <laughs> but I think that like you need to just like focus on how you can start to squeeze and contract <laughs> around it. I'm going to slap you. <laughs> I can't believe you made it this far at all, actually. This, you guys, this is what I do all day. I just right. have to like talk over people when they're talking. And I'm like, no, we are staying on track. We are focusing on this. I know. It's like it's, about the, pelvic it's the most annoying thing when I try to speak in class. God forbid. I get I get off Chelsea's oh schedule. No, 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 one, two, guys. three, four. No. Stop. Stop cheating, Beth. <laughs> Uh, tuck your hips in and try it. Okay, well, I am so we we are so happy that you came today. Me too. in your busy schedule oh because I know you work nonstop and you're I mean, just like I constantly killing it. That's why we look it. like we do because of you. Thanks yeah, Thanks, girls. I mean, I just boss you around and tell you what to do. You guys right. have to do the work. Think of it that way. Find me that. I, I like it when you remind me that. <laughs> Refine Boss me around, Chelsea. <laughs> boss me. Yeah, oh always. Hard. All right, Chelsea. <laughs> Thank you so much much for coming on. We love you. And everybody check out Forma Pilates LA. They have online classes that you can take and they're just the best. Chelsea, what's your Instagram handle if I want to follow you? Um, It's at Chelsea Loreen. It's Mm -hmm. my middle name, you guys. L-O-R-E-E-N. And that's it. Okay. I had someone think that that was like without my proper, your surname. What? I swear you have your surname. No, I don't have no? my last name. I was like trying to be discreet, but then I was nervous that like people. I think it's you can so see my last name, but then I just get weird about social media because oh, I'm so like, what true. kind of psychos are like following me? You well, never you're about know. to get a bunch of them. Oh, I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> we love Follow me for all the vagina exercises. Love yes. it. Yes. <laughs> Thank you guys. Thank you, Thank you so much, guys. Mwah. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you have friends you want to share this with, feel free to have them join us on this journey. If you're pregnant, if you're in postpartum, if you're thinking about having children or you just want some female support, this is what we're here to do. So thank you so much for enjoying this with us.